Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. Always excited to be with you, and especially, well, not especially, every day feels special that I get to speak and share this good news with you in this kind of way. Today, we will be revving the word, and revving is a verb to us, just like love is a verb. Revving is a word. It's a verb. It's another way for saying God has opened my eyes to the revelation of who he is, and I, 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 I can't help but respond to it. And I respond in a good way inside this good body, having good thoughts, good emotions, and my goodness, that takes a lot of training. Amen? Can I get an amen? All right. Well, all we're going to do today is uh, move our body, hear some word, hear some truth. I just I believe as you move your body, you are opening up some pathways to process in deeper ways this truth. It's going to hit up. It's, it's supposed to come up against some of your discomfort, some of your stinking thinking, some of your heavy emoting. <laughs> That's good. That's always good. You're doing it right. I don't know why we're so convinced. We, we convince ourselves that we have to arrive and have it all perfectly put together. Don't buy that lie. It's a complete lie. Complete, total lie. You are supposed to be fully you, fully today, and fully available to God for whatever story he's, he's doing today. And um, it's just fun. It's an adventure and it's fun. But I'll be the first to say it's not always easy, okay? So right now you're moving your feet, getting ready to walk, Get ready to run. It's, it's nice. You're not laying in bed. If you were laying down in bed with your eyes open, you'd be about a one. A 10 would be all out effort. Right now, everyone, four, five, moving your feet and getting ready for me to push play. Just a little side note. I have pre-recorded this because the day, probably right now when you're listening to my voice, I am laying down on a couch. <laughs> I will have just... <laughs> Me and my team will have just wrapped up instructor training for Platoon 19, the fall 2017 class. Um, this is our 19th class that we've done. And even though I'm pre-recording this, I can absolutely tell you positively, without a doubt, God showed up in big, huge ways and a wave of grace and freedom and redemption and renewal just washed over this uh, this camp that we go to, it's up in Lost Canyon Camp up in Northern Arizona. Um, it's When we say camp, it's like, it's too small of a word. It's, it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> retreat center that is just holy ground. So I'm just applauding all the people that have, have said yes. Uh, we're over 1,100, oh my gosh, I think 1,200 instructors certified now worldwide. And if you're listening and you're still pushing play every week, and you haven't downloaded a packet yet, if you've downloaded a packet and you know it's a yes, you just don't know when, we're, we're with you. You're hanging out probably in the Facebook group. We're believing for God's perfect timing for you. But if you haven't downloaded a packet yet and said yes to the more of using your fitness, your body, your fitness as a tool to spread the gospel message, which is just to spread hope, peace, joy, love, the good news. It's good news. It's a bigger conversation than a calorie burn or how much body fat we can get off our bodies, right? It's really about how much fat can we get off our hearts, how callous, how hard is our heart towards a good God. So that intrigues you. Download a packet if that intrigues you, and we will look forward to seeing you in the next class. We will be enrolling. We're enrolling now for Platoon 20, 
It starts in mid-February, so you have some time between the holidays to get enrolled, but don't wait, because <clears throat> it will fill, and it's just not fun. Did you know, I'm just gonna, before I start, just know this, it is proven science. There's a study that proves that, you know, we kind of wait to the last minute on things, it, and that actually pleases your flesh to do that. That somehow makes your flesh feel alive. It's the people that, it's the time between signing up for something, saying yes to something and actually starting it, kind of like saying yes to a marathon, and it's the training time that actually proves the most enjoyable. That sounds weird. And that's why often you get to the big day and you go, that's it, it's over. It's the preparation time when you've said your yes, and then waiting for it to begin, that can actually be the most enjoyable time. It's kind of like marriage. Remember everyone, when you said yes to being married and then that waiting time of planning your wedding and uh, everything felt so magical. It's such the Lord's sweet kindness to give us this honeymoon, pre-honeymoon thing. And then reality sets in. But here's the good news, instructor training. The sooner you say yes, you get to enjoy the prep time, not rushing, not coming in by the hair of your, the skin of your teeth, which is weird to have skin on our teeth. But anyways, you are, you're not gonna, you're, you won't miss out on that. And plus, I promise you, yes, it will be, it's energy, time, commitment on the inside of it, but even more so blessings upon blessings. You won't be disappointed. I prom I have yet to give anyone's money back. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna trust the Lord on that he will always come through. So go download a packet and we'll see you in the next class. All right, let's do some interval training. John 12, 44 through 50 is what we're gonna press into. And I'm gonna start the music in three, two, one, play. And now, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so as I said, as you're listening to my voice, I'm laying on a couch recovering. <laughs> it's just too much goodness. It reminds me of when we just wrapped up Rim to Him. We were all sitting on the bus coming home, all 56 of us, and there's so much goodness, so many good testimonies, stories of what God did. So one at a time, people would get up. Felt called, people that felt called would share what God did. You guys, it was just crazy. I have no formula for this. Can I just tell you, I have no formula. I just say, God, come be God. <laughs> come show us. I'll take them out into the wild, I'll take them up the mountain, I'll move their bodies, but you just have to do the rest. I have no formula. And so one by one, people would get up and share their testimony. It was insane. Like, basically, people entering the canyon with all their orphan lies, coming out the other side as sons and daughters. And even one, everyone one. And at a certain point on the bus as we're riding home, we, we, I, I just remember Matt, this one guy, Matt, saying, just stop already. It's too much. Like we're crying, we're laughing. It's like, oh my, just stop. My brain needs to catch up to all this miracle working God stuff. It's so good. So I'm, I'm probably laying on a couch right now letting my mind consolidate all this goodness. God is so faithful. So God, we thank you for your faithfulness and welcome your fullness here, Lord. Bring it all. 
Don't hold back on us. And we won't hold back on you, God. Help our unbelief. In Jesus' name, amen. Just easy feet. Five. You're five, you're six. You can have a conversation. You can hear me talking, not breathless. Smile. If your body's sore in certain places, acknowledge it. Don't try to disconnect. And just breathe. See if the fluids start to move and kind of. Basically, you always feel better when you start to move the body. It's because the blood flow increases, moves the stiffness. But you can't keep doing that. You gotta eat well, hydrate, sleep. Be kind to your body, and it'll be kind to you. Be kind to your mind. Your mind will be kind to you. <laughs> Just be kind. All right. I read from John 12, 44 through 50. It's titled, Jesus Came to Save the World. And Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And whoever sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light. So that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment. What to say and what to speak. And I know that his commandment is eternal life. Oh, I love that. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. All right. And I know this says, Titled Jesus Came to Save the World. But if I were to title it, it would be Jesus Came to Show Us the Father. Even says this at the end. And I know that His commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. When you hear me speak, it's because it's what the Father's saying. Do you guys see? This is so relational, paternal. A child to a son, or a child to a father, a son to a father, a daughter to a father. You will never outgrow this relationship. Never. Which is true. I'm always a daughter. I, whether I had a good father, earthly father or not, I have a father. God says, I want to be that. I want to always be that. Come. Partner with me. Be in the family business. You and I are in the family business. I'm about my father's business. 
worshipers always are looking and listening for what God's up to. There is no boring Christian. A bored Christian is a tired one. It's a burnt out one. That's why you got to be able to know, is today the day I move my body? How would you want me to move my body? Is today the day that I go here, go there? See, we don't like that. We like control. I like to map things out. But I tell you what, those schedules, they'll wear you out, everybody. Leave some margin to enjoy God and be enjoyed by God. Get ready, because we're going to do an interval increase. You're about a seven now. Six, seven. When I say go, just push up to an eight. You'll feel a little bit of lactic acid. Get ready. Go. Take it up to an eight. Well, you have to pay attention. How am I breathing? This is my breath. Shaking hands with my muscles. I'm giving just enough breath to the working muscles. It means you can't share your breath in a conversation. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. 15 seconds. Yes, you can. Hey. No fear. Lift the corners of your mouth. Recover, pull back. Good job. In verse 45, Jesus says, whoever sees me, sees him who sent me. Whoever sees Jesus, sees the Father. So right now, everyone, this is our prayer today. Jesus, help me see the Father. Show me. Jesus, show me. Holy Spirit, lead us away from temptation, away from the desires of our flesh, closer to the place where the Spirit draws us, the Father. I want to see the Father. Get ready. You're going to have another push to an eight. Not a nine, but an eight. Go. Where your breath and your muscles meet. <laughs> and you stick out your tongue and you laugh. Show us the Father. Come on. And really, this is how we save the world. We show them the love of a good Father. Delivering 
a truth. Listen, people don't want to hear truth unless they know they're loved. Truth and love do not work opposite each other. They plow the field together. Come on. Truth tells us the conditions of the soil. Love sings a praise song that looks at fallow ground and says, oh, I think there's hope here. <laughs> Three, two, recover back. Good job. Oh, a little Khalid. Recover steady to a seven, or go to a six or a five. Your location, let's focus on communicating because I just need the time Whoever sees Jesus sees the Father. Send me it's the job of the Holy Spirit to lead you into truth that draws you closer to the love. Because if I cannot love, I'm believing a lie. If I cannot have an optimistic thought, I'm believing a lie. And that's just God coming to heal me. <laughs> that's why don't despise this. Don't believe the lie, you're gonna arrive and never have pain or discomfort. You are. And it's there to remind you, you need a saving savior. In verse 47, Jesus says, this is how good he is, this is for a second, this is how kind our father is. If anyone hears my word and does not keep them, okay, when I read that, I'm expecting the next words to say, I'm going to deal with him. I'll have my day with them. No, but it says, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. So this is being spoken to the worshiper, to the heart, who hears the word, meaning their ear is leaning in to hear, but they still struggle keeping it. <laughs> As my friend Emily says, struggle well, lean in, struggle well. God says, I won't condemn your efforts, your trying. Normally while I not condemn that, I'm gonna help. I'll meet you in your weakness. The problem is, is the flesh says, you should perfect that by now. It's a lie. This is good news for the listeners, the worshipers of God. People who don't, don't turn their eyes or ears away from God. They don't need a verdict. They need mercy. 
which reminds them, hey, you're not, you're not gonna get what you deserve. Your flesh tries to tell you what you deserve. No, mercy's not giving you what you deserve. Grace gives you what you need. What you need, sometimes it isn't more knowledge of God's word. It's a revelation of the heart, an encounter with love itself. Okay. Another interval set for you all. Not yet. So what do you need? What do you need? And if some of you said, I need to lose this weight, mm. um, I'm going to say, sure, but not the one on your body, the weight of your heart, the callus that's been formed around your heart to protect you. The knowledge of God will come against our ever-loving knowledge of self. Get ready. Set. And push. Go to a nine. Come on. Pick up your feet. If you don't enjoy this moment, don't do it. It's just so secondary. You're still living a flesh life. But if your spirit's saying, yeah, let's catch a ride, do it. Eight seconds. Eight, seven, four, pull back. You're going to get five zero seconds off 50. And then a one minute push again. Going for a nine, maybe a ten. Woo! Recover! Don't let your flesh bully you. This is all about you being sober, waking up, being the leader of your life, partnering with the Holy Spirit to be led. That makes a leader. If you hear the word and still have trouble keeping it, no judgment. Salvation waits for you. Ready? Go. One minute. Relax your jaw. Head up. Come on. The posture you give him, you will receive. You've got this. Because you get God. Come on. Show us the Father in this fire. Show us the Father. 20 seconds. 15. Three. Hi. Woo. 
recover. You're getting five and a half minutes. Check in. What do you need? What do you need? Right? That's what Grace does. Grace says, what do you need? And then we'll say a need, and then with the Holy Spirit there, it'll argue with me in the best of ways. Because if I say, I just need my husband to recognize how important this is to me, <laughs> right? I start hanging my hat, my hat, my hopes on other people. I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. Remember, needs are given to us by God not to meet them all, but needs are given to foster relationship. My husband will never meet all my needs. And God himself. Paul says he will meet our needs, yes. But he changes. He gives me new perspective to go, Lisa, you don't really need Simon to do, I mean, I know you think you need that. He always honors my hurts, my emotions. So honor them, acknowledge them, feel them. Come online, stay awake, heart, stay awake. But then I take that, that hurt. And I'm telling you, in the presence of God, he fills, he gives us abundant life. And he cancels the debt. He cancels the, the demand that I have on this or that. And he fills, and he meets every need. I'm gonna be okay here. God sees me, God knows how special this is to me. One day, I won't have these needs, but for now, I have them. And then all of them, it's an opportunity for me to worship God. Right? The highest praise we can give him is in our pain. To say no, to do what David did, but God. My enemies are chasing me down, thousands are falling, but God. <laughs> Come online, awaken your heart. No judgment. What's the difference between judgment and discernment? Judgment condemns. Judgment is a final verdict. That's why none of us can judge. We can never have the final say. We don't get that, God gets it. Judgment says there's no chance. You're too far gone. This is too far gone. No. Discernment though. You want discernment. Philippians 4.16, Paul says, It is my prayer that you, your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. All discernment. Stability to have correct knowledge of what is true. Precise and correct knowledge, like we can know good from evil. That's why the Lord says, test the spirits. Go ahead, test, discern. 
Taste it. Taste it. Be discerning. But don't judge. Don't judge the world. Don't condemn the world. Don't condemn them. But listen, if you're discerning, oh, I, I think there's an evil spirit here. There's confusion, there's separation. Yeah, come on. This is where we need purification so we can taste pure water from dirty tap water. And you have the right to distance from anything that seems to be going into a dark, unpure path. You bless them though. You can bless, you bless. But the enemy will try to confuse you when you're beginning to sense, I don't think this is good anymore. I think there's, it's not good for me anymore. You're not condemning, judging, but discern good from evil. I love that God gives that to you as, our ch as his children. He's like, listen, I don't want you to have to run home all the time and, and not use the weapons I've given you. I've given you the spirit that leads you into truth. Even if someone else's truth is not cohesive with yours. You can trust where God is taking you, right? Because we're all alone together. Don't judge, but discern. Increase your effort. Come on. Whatever you want. This song will tell you when to increase. God, of what is good, true, noble, praiseworthy, increase, recover, the ability to know a truth from a lie, right, he gave this to Adam and Eve, he told them, don't do this. You can do all this, but this is a no. This is the line for you. He told them straight up. Like it wasn't a spiritual conversation. It was eye to eye, heart to heart, knee to knee. Listen, I love you. And this is what I've given you. Come on, increase up. But the enemy who gets this earth Deceives, distracts, discourages. He wants to get you to take the bait and then try and defend yourself for doing 
what you were told not to do. Because we try. It's so funny how we're easy to please man, but not God. Can I get an amen? No more. Come on. Please, God. Even if I go and none come with me. Please, God. Please him. worship him. Listen, Revers, this is the reality. You are here because God is preparing a people who have readied their minds, their hearts, their souls, and their bodies. Come on! Push! You're fine. You're okay. God meets all your needs. If it burns, it's only serving to purify. Don't stop. 14 seconds. Hey! Recover. So verse 47 gives mercy. This is how God is like, listen, anyone who hears my words, meaning anyone who's leaning into here, I don't judge them. I've come to save them. So he's aware of their weaknesses as we are called to be too. Let's confess our flesh does to others what it does to us. You should be better by now. You shouldn't be, still be, we should. We should on them, we should on us. When you should, grace is gone. Grace, which gives us the ability, cannot partner with shoulding. That's the flesh, the flesh shoulds. Grace enables. Grace says, take your hands off the wheel a little bit, relax a little bit, relax, breathe. Make some space. Make some space. The King of Kings is coming. And what he does is he reminds us how much he loves us. <laughs> oh, how much he loves us. That when we were dead in our sins, dead, good as dead, he comes, Jesus, to die for us, take our place. He says they're dead. Okay, I'll die for them. I'll take on all the wrath of wrong and evil and suffering. I'll take it all so they could be free. Verse 48 says, The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. Do you get it? This, this is the obstinate heart. The word reject in the Greek is athetio, athetio. It's where we get the word atheist. It's, it's to do away with, to set aside, to thwart, to void, make null, reject, refuse it, slight it. You guys see, this is why I'm convinced that God says, hey, there's more that are with you than that are against you. There are more who are searching, that are leaning in, then there are those who are rejecting. 
There are, let's just, let's just focus on the leaning in. There will be those who reject. God will deal with those. His own word will judge them on the last day. But let's focus on those who are leaning in, listening. They, they're searching, wanting peace, joy. They want all these things, but here's the thing, the world, they get confused, thinking, I also don't want to suffer. I've suffered too much. Mm. So friends, we go first. We go first. We jump in the fire. We walk, we step out of the boat. We do it. We are a sign and a wonder to those who are perishing. 2 Thessalonians 2.10, they perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Love, love draws us out to the deep. Love took us into the storm. Love. Come on. Go talk to your God about seeing more of him. Recover. <laughs> Don't turn aside. Don't turn aside. Don't reject it. The problem is we want to understand it to accept it. Don't do that. That's the idol of knowledge. And remember, that's why Adam and Eve ate. They believed they could know like God. It will always be your temptation to want to understand and to know. You know, if you know any of my story, my husband was a agnostic when I married him. He became a believer for a very short amount of time. When I first returned to the Lord, he became a believer for maybe two months. <laughs> and then, oh, it's a long story. The Lord allowed him to be drawn away into temptation and he became an atheist for a hard seven years hard atheist and it wasn't until 10 years later did he fully return back to the lord he rejected it he turned aside and in that 
I can tell you the many, many times I was tempted to turn aside. The enemy tried to destroy because what he can separate, he can dominate. And I'm, I'm pretty positive I'm here today getting to speak this way and, and love God and you this way because I didn't turn aside. Oh, trust me, there were days that my heart turned hard. I was, I was hearing the word but not doing it. And that's why, thank God, he says, I don't judge that. I came to save that. But when you turn away, that's a dangerous place to be. But even then, God uses it all. The other day I was with my kids, my family. We went to go learn how to blow glass, the art of glass blowing. I've always, I've always been fascinated by art and uh, by glass blowing. I just love the way it looks, and the heat, all of it. And if you saw my Instagram, I shared a little bit of that story about as, as cool as fascinated as I was by it all, it wasn't until the instructor was showing us how to do it when he went to open the furnace. You guys, it was so hot. I was about 20 feet seated, 20 feet away. I could feel the heat onto my whole body. And I felt as if the Lord said, you're in this with me now. That furnace is where I have you. You live there constantly being purified. And if you know anything about Revelation Wellness, our, our, our brand color is orange. I've always been drawn to it. It's a passion color, it's a fire color. It's also a color of sunrise and sunset. <laughs> but this orange in that furnace, my eyes couldn't even register. Is it orange? Is it white? Is it yellow? Is it, 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 was, it was not on a color scale. It's almost like looking at the sun. And it just fascinated me. And the instructor was wrapping up his uh, showing us what to do. And then he said, okay, we're gonna call you up one by one. And so we had like the last, we were the last numbers to show up. So it was gonna be a while before we actually got to blow glass. And so we sat down as a family and waited, but he said this, he said, so we'll go one by one and work with you. Um, so you don't have to stay here. And he said this line, you're free to go, but more than welcome to stay. Oh, I heard that line, I'm like, that, that is the heart of God. You're free to go, but more than welcome to stay. In other words, if you stay, we've got a lot to show you. But, but we're not going to keep you. You're free to go. Oh. And I feel like the Lord said, Elisa, you can leave the fire, but I welcome you to stay. You're free to go, but more than welcome to stay. Thank you, God. Take this word, seed into our hearts, that we would see you. God not just be people who repeat words, who go through motions, but God who live on fire for you. Holy Spirit, baptize us by sweat and fire. In Jesus' name, amen.
Yeah.